Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Sound good? Who's ready for the word? Psalm 122, if you want to open up your Bibles, the 11 o'clock service, we had the 8 a.m., you know, the, uh, the early risers, we had the 9.30, and it's been great, there's been plenty of people in all services, and it feels like it's all spaced out, you know, in a good way, and I just heard reports from the team between services that lots of people joining us online as well, um, like lots and lots of people. So, um, so hey, here we are, making it happen. God's good. God's faithful. Yeah. He hasn't failed anyone. He's not going to start with you. Right. He's not going to start with me. That's, right. That's what I'm clinging on to today in faith. All right, you there? Psalm 122? Psalm 122, verse 1 says this, this is a David psalm. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I'm glad today. Verse 2 says, our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together, to which the tribes go up. I love that it says go up, because that describes the pathway for a believer. For a Christian's life path, it winds upwards for the wise. I love that. It goes up. As was decreed for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord. Their thrones for judgment were set. The thrones of the house of David. Verse 6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers for my brothers and companions' sake. I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord, I will seek your good. I want to preach a message this morning just for a few minutes. The title is this, It's Good to See You. It's good to see you. Come on, why don't you turn to someone next to you and say, hey, it's good to see you today in God's house. If you're online, come on, why don't you just comment or say to someone in the living room, wherever you're at, it's good to see you. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. Thank you for the power of your word. Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit that's here right now. Holy Spirit, we love you. Thank you for ministering the word to us. Thank you for opening it up to us. Thank you for allowing us to open up our lives to the word of God and the way it washes us and helps us and shapes us and helps us be all that we're called to be. Lord, we thank you for such a time as this, for the church to rise up and for us in this place where you've caused us to be in the best way that we can. Lord, give us the grace and the strength to be the church. So, Father, we thank you for it, Lord. And as always, we pray for colonial kids, Lord. Thank you that you're building them up. You're building their little spirits full of purpose and calling. And um, every good thing that comes from heaven, Lord, we pray you would bestow upon our kids this morning, God. We thank you for it in Jesus' name and a faith-filled church said together. Amen. amen. Come on online. Why don't you just type amen as well. I'm, I'm enjoying doing this. This is great. Love you guys. It's good to see you. I want to talk this morning about the power of community in our lives. At a time like this, the power of community. And what am I talking about there? I'm talking about the power of believers coming together. 
that believers, whether it's here in a building gathered the way we are right now, or if it's there online in a living room gathered with two or three people, that there's something powerful when believers get together in community. When they lock arms together, there's something powerful that takes place. I want to speak to the collective power of a Jesus community, of a faith-filled community in Jesus' name. You know, the meeting together of believers is, is a, and always will be, a powerful and a sacred thing. You know, Psalms 120 to 134, in our Bibles, they're known as the pilgrimage Psalms. They talk about the, the and they paint a picture, the psalmist and David talk about the, the longing to be inside the, the, the gates and inside Jerusalem and part of the temple courts and part of the assembly of Israel and the people together. And that there's power, there's something that happens when we have that longing and it takes place in our lives and we live it out. But that's the context for this psalm. But we are always longing. I believe we're always longing for God. There's a longing inside of all of us. But there's something about longing for God, which then includes God's people as well. It's pretty cool when you think about it. But I love being in church and I love being part of church because of what the church is. The church is not a building. The church is people. So yeah, praise God today that we have this building. I'm grateful and I'm praising God for this building. But ultimately, what am I praising God for? I'm praising God for you. Because here's the truth this morning is, I need you. I need you. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. You need me. You need me. But I need you. We need each other. It's the power of community. That's why there's so much power on a Sunday morning or when the believers gather together where we say, hey, it's good to see you. Because there's something powerful about it. In Isaiah 52 in verse 7, it says, How beautiful are the mountains. On the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, Your God reigns. In other words, God's people dwelling in God's house, doing what God's people do. Look at it again. They proclaim peace. They bring good tidings. This is what we do. Proclaim salvation. That's what we do in church. We ultimately proclaim salvation. We look to heaven. We proclaim and we bring good tidings. This is what the church is. It's a community of believers coming together. And there's the power of it. I love that in our church, we proclaim salvation. Did you know that? One person knows that. Wow. But we proclaim salvation. We talk about how awesome it is to be saved. How that God has counted us as righteous. That because of the cross, we now have resurrection life living on the inside of us. So this is what happens when we get in community. It's powerful. So I want to speak for a few minutes. I want to frame up this question. What's the power? What's the good? Why do we care so much about godly community? You ready? Here we go. Number one, we were created for community. You were created for community. We were created for community with God, to be in community with God, but also with others. And I wrote this thought down. We're actually made to worship the creator, which is God, the God of the Bible, the God that created the heavens and the earth, the the God that parted the Red Sea, the God that, that created everything. We're called to worship the creator, but spend time with the created. 
to be in community with God, but also in community with each other. See, I need you and, and you need me. And there's a battle that's going on right now in the spiritual and the, the natural. See, naturally, it might seem like, oh, it's okay. I can make it. I got an internet connection. I got Netflix. I got YouTube. I got like, you know, I got a, I got a house. I got a space to be in. But you can't be on your own. You need people. You need people in your life. And if you're watching online, that can be true for you as well. But you've got to pursue community. It's got to be a choice. You've got to be intentional about it. But understand today we were created for community. This week I got on my Instagram and I said to, said to anyone who was maybe going to see it, I said, hey, help me with my message this week. I'd love to know. What have you missed about church and community lately? Tell me. And you want to hear some of the responses? They're awesome. I love some of the responses. It says, some, some people said some really cool things. This is a good one. Someone said they've missed uh, being together in one space and meeting new people. They must be single. Someone said, I'm, uh, the mystical worship experience, when our voices join together to praise God. And I was like, I love that because there is a mystery in worship. It is mysterious in a way, like it's amazing. The unfolding revelation that comes through worship. Here's something else. Um, someone says, I miss worshiping in the house. I miss feeling loved, feeling seen, feeling valued, feeling heard, and feeling connected. We need community. Someone said, I miss the hugs. Someone said, I miss worship. Someone said, I miss being able to serve with my family and be a part of something bigger than myself. That's great perspective. Someone said, the weekly uplifting of church after a tough week always straightens my perspective. I love these responses. But all it does is prove to me again that we were created for community, that God has designed it so that we would be in relationship with him. But he hasn't left us alone. He said, no, I want you to be in a company of believers in, with people and do life with people. We're going to be careful not to forsake it or not to lose it. I'd love it if you'd write this down. If you're taking notes today, is this. Community isn't a good idea. It's a God idea. We can't just stop. And say, that's a good idea. It's a good idea to have community. No, no, it's actually God's idea. Yeah. Let's give him the credit. Yeah. There's a need, an inbuilt need in all of us to be in relationship with one another. You know, we sang from Psalm 84 today, but it talks about the temple courts. Better is one day. Better is one day. Better is one day. Help me, Ben. Better is one day. A thousand elsewhere. Better. Let's keep going. Sorry. You, you lost it. You lost it. But it's from Psalm 84, and it says this, My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. What are the courts of the Lord? The temple courts is where the assembly of, the, of God's people would be together. There was actually even a section for the Gentiles. I, I just love that because even back then, there was this, like, this sense of the temple courts being this place of like the coming together of people. But let's be the type of people that have that longing for community. Just like the psalmist, have a longing to be around the people of God, to worship. Yeah, worship God. And we can worship God at any time of any day, at any moment. But have that longing for God's people and being in a company of believers. That There's power in it. Yeah. It's powerful for you and for me. Let's not lose that longing in this time. So number one, community is what we're created for. Number two, community is where God's presence dwells. Yep. Right. Yes, God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. 
He's everywhere, but here's the thing. He actually chooses to dwell where his people are. He chooses to dwell. It's his choice. It's his preference. It wasn't like I just said, hey, God, would it be cool? We have church today, three services, you know, one hour each, three services. Really going for it today. God's going to be a busy day. Um, Be cool if you showed up. Would that be okay? See, the thing is, it's not my idea. God, it's God's preference to show up when his people get together. And I'd just love for you to just think on this for a second. The God of the universe, the one who created the heavens and the earth, that sent Jesus into the world to show us so much of himself, to proclaim the kingdom of heaven, that God is here right now. Right now. And I, I mean, I, I don't know where to go after that, like with my, my message, because... That's just, what? God chooses to dwell and make his presence amongst his people. When they're together, it's when we are together and together, then he shows up. Psalm 22 says, yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. So you can be at home for this season. You can be maybe choosing to be on live stream. But can I just encourage you? There is so much power in community. There is so much power that because God shows up and he's here right now. Jesus said this in Matthew 18. In verse 18, he's teaching and he he makes this known. He says, truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Verse 20, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. Or there am I. Right there. Jesus proclaims it. He confirms it. He says it it, there. That's where I am. It's in the community of believers that Jesus shows up. This is why I love people showing up to church. Even if they're committed to showing up on live stream, I believe the same for for that as well. But even someone who maybe isn't quite there yet with God, they're just sort of like still on the journey. But I just love the idea that someone, if someone can just show up amongst the community of believers in a, I pray, a faith-filled atmosphere like ours because God's presence dwells there. And if God's presence dwells there and that person happens to be in that atmosphere in that moment, then just in an instant, something can change. A heart can soften. A mindset can shift. All of a sudden, things can look different from that person. And in one instance, because God's presence and his power is dwelling there, that person could be going that way, on that trajectory, down that path, and in an instant, be going the opposite way. And I can preach this message this morning because it's happened over and over and over and over and over again to me. Community is where God's presence is. It's where he chooses to be. And I don't know about you, but if God chooses to do something, I'm kind of like, well, if you've chosen that, you're God, I'm just going to get on board. Yeah. Community is powerful. That's why I love seeing people show up to church. That's why I love seeing someone in church and saying, hey, it's good to see you. It's good to see you. Because I don't know what God's going to do today, but you know what? He could do anything. 
I don't know what God's going to show you today or what he's going to speak into your life or speak into your future or show you about what he has for you or show you the unfolding revelation of how good he is. But this is what I know is it's good to see you because God could do anything in your life. See, it's in the community of believers that life change takes place. And here's what I've learned in the journey is that life change can happen like this. Or life change can happen over multiple seasons of life. I'm a lot different to the way I was when I first met Jesus. And I praise God for that today. A whole lot different. But that's why it's so important. Because over time, life transformation happens. God has a way of gently showing us where we need to go. How does he do that? He does it through people. He uses and he puts people in place for such a time as this, to send a person someone's way ultimately towards heaven in Jesus' name. This is good preaching this morning. I feel like if you're online, just type, this is great preaching. Put it in there. <laughs> it's good to see you. So number one, community and the power of it is because it's what we were created for. Number two, Community is where God shows up, his presence dwells, his Holy Spirit ministers, Jesus says he's there in our midst. And number three is this, community is where we are reminded of our identity in Christ. And I don't know about you, but the world is in a whole lot of need of some reminders right now. And I don't know about you, in our small way here in our city, in this place, I'm committed to taking back some of the airspace from the enemy right now and reminding believers, reminding people who still sits on the throne, who still is the one that can save our souls, who still is the God of heaven. And ultimately, because of Jesus, because of the cross, that we can be people that identify with Jesus Christ. How do we do it? We do it in a community. You come into community in a living room, in a space like this. You can do it. You can come into community and be reminded time and time and time again. Of who you are and whose you are. That's why I love church because church, you come in and you might have been, you might have just had the worst week. Lost a business contract, had had a relationship problem, maybe there's something, some turmoil happening in your life, and you might walk in with your head down. <laughs> but all it takes is some believer, some person in your community to say, hey, you know what? God loves you, man. God loves you. And this too shall pass. You're going to find yourself in a better place. You know, God is faithful. He's just got this way of, you know, taking our mess and making it our message. And all of a sudden it's like, not having such a bad day anymore. Because I've been reminded of who I am in Christ and whose I am in Christ. It's powerful. Community is where we are reminded of who we truly are. I want to finish with this passage in 2 Corinthians. Paul is talking to the church. He's helping the church. He's like, he's always just pastoring the church. And he says this to a church that's going through a lot. The church is facing a lot, society and culture. And the cultural context of the time in Corinth was pretty heavy and stuff was happening. But he basically has this way of bringing them back to this one thing, which is who they are in Jesus. Let me read it to you. It's in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 14. I'm reading from the message. He says, our firm decision is to work from this focused center. This is what it is. One man died for everyone. I love what it says next. It says that puts everyone in the same boat. 
We're all in the same boat. We're all in this together. We're all facing challenges. We're all facing stuff, but this is exactly why we need Jesus. So we work from this one focus center, which is what? That Jesus died for everyone. We are all in the same boat. We all need Jesus. And I said to our team this morning, quite early this morning, 7.20 a.m. early to be exact, on the cusp of doing three services and welcoming our church back in and going live stream and doing all this sort of stuff, I said, you know what? You know what today is all about? It's about me being here, not for my friends, not because I like the way the building looks or think this is a cool place to hang out. All those things are a side deal. I'm here today because I love Jesus. I'm here today because He's my Lord and He's my Savior. I identify with the cross and therefore as I identify with the cross, I therefore identify with the resurrection. I love Jesus. That's why I'm here. And this is what Paul is saying to the church. He's like, just keep the main thing, the main thing. What is it? It's Jesus. Why do we need community? Because we need to be reminded of this stuff over and over and over again. There is a loud voice in the world today. The enemy is trying to preach a message. But we have a greater message and a greater Savior. In Jesus' name, and I'd love for us to stand. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.